It is 20 hours past midnight here in our fair city of light. But where is your quality playlist of inspirations for tonight, fair listener? Naturally, it is right here, right now, at the drop this evening and any night of the week between 8 and 10 on GFN, with this final day of the work week distilled in the barrel of time and space as August 14th, 2020. This is Dano keeping the ice cubes cold and the beer colder from Studio 2 GFNHQ in downtown Guangzhou. How do you do? A long Liberation Day weekend is upon us, and for tonight's guests and requests Friday evening, we welcome a guest trio of artists from Nashville, Tennessee, in the band Blackout Balter. They have been turning some heads with their recent singles out over the past few months and have an album on the way called Animal, which drops in October. Phil, Christina, and Marco will be taking over the playlist after 9 p.m. tonight, and as usual, we'll be making sure the tarmac is smooth and even for their VIP arrival before then. Now, obviously, to get there, we'll need to get started, and thus it's time to get a little history in with a presidential playlist revealed on this date five years ago, and we'll talk more about it on the other side of the sonic sorcery. But alas, that's enough with the neck noises from yours truly, as the long weekend hath officially descended, and so it is prime time for crime time here on The Drop.
The Drop has officially lit up Friday's audio big top as the relentless heat and humidity of a classic Korean summertime has finally descended upon us after a historically long monsoon season, or Changmachol as we say in the local lingo. What's crackalackin' tonight, Drop Gangsters? Yorobun, annyeonghashimnika. Dano here on the mic in Studio 2, GFNHQ, downtown Gwangju, hoping you've got some plans to your satisfaction for the long weekend ahead. But I think I'm going camping next weekend. The crowds are just too much, man. Just keeping it 100 with you, the listener. Now, tonight's guest artist is Nashville, Tennessee-based band Blackout Balter. And an interesting side note here, we literally had a blackout today here in the building. Christina Marco and Phil join us on the phone after 9 p.m. to take over the playlist and talk about their own playlist and inspirations, which is a collection of influences for their own sound. Their new album, Animal, drops in October, so keep an eye out for that if you like what you hear tonight. Back to the moment at hand, we started with our tight, or today in great and heavy tunes feature to begin the show, as today is the day that the White House released their first two playlists, separated into night and day, and that was Florence and the Machine to start out with Shake It Out, which was on Obama's daytime playlist. Both the night and day iterations of this playlist, whatever your political persuasion, were full of quality music from all over the genre spectrum, with cuts from Bob Dylan, Stevie Wonder, and some rather amazing contemporary choices like Leanne Le Havas. Just a hit playlist. I mean, what can you say? Plus, can you imagine President 45 trying to match this? Forget it. Dude couldn't do it with an army of consultants and an increase in Barron's allowance to boot. And to keep it bipartisan here, Biden won't be able to match this either if he wins in November. Pound 9870 is the way to get in touch with us. That's Shap Kupal Shikong in the local lingo. However, that's going to cost you if you go that route, and you must be here in Korea. It's 50 won for a regular message and 100 won for a longer one. At or Golbengi GFN The Drop is the way to find us on social media, and that is the free and easy way to keep in touch with me as it comes straight to my personal phone. Now, you can also find us as a podcast via Transistor.fm. It's available on most major platforms and all your favorite podcast services for stream and download immediately after broadcast at 9.57 local time. Now, let's get to our first block of joints this evening, inspired by Blackout Balter's playlist, which will rock after 9 p.m., along with an exclusive interview. On deck, we got The Cars, David Bowie, and Dillinger 4 to help us turn it up to 11. And we'll talk about everything that's fit to liner notes swerve about side opposite the good times and their concurrent role. This is The Drop on your guest and request Friday with Blackout Balter literally causing a blackout.
the Drop continues to move ahead here in the first course of our nightly game of Audio Mirrors. What's good tonight, Drop Gangsters? Yorobun Anyong Achimnika. Dano here on the mic in Studio 2, GFNHQ, downtown Daju. As always, we're most grateful for you tuning in this and any evening you choose to do so. We know you've got a lot of entertainment options. For those amongst you just joining tonight's rock throwing contest, our guest artist selector is Nashville's Blackout Balter with Christina, Marco, and Phil joining us after we hit the top of the clock again. For now, though, it's time to know a bit about We Just Rocked, so to the liner notes we go. Up first was The Cars with Let the Good Times Roll. Rick Okasek and company here off their debut self-titled album from 1978. Unfortunately, Rick passed away earlier this year, but one thing a lot of people don't know about him is he was an amazing and very well-credited producer, with album credits working with the likes of No Doubt, Bad Religion, Not A Surf, and even dance outfits like Brazilian Girls. Rest in power, Rick Ogasek. Now after that, speaking of artists who need to rest in power and are probably doing so, David Bowie was after that with what we'll say is Queen Bee. This, of course, one of many iconic cuts courtesy of the future man from space with the differently colored eyes. This one appeared on his iconic 1971 album Hunky Dory. Now after that, we had the Dillinger 4 with fuzzy pink handcuffs. Our first bit of spillover right there from Blackout Balter's Inspirations playlist coming at you after 9 p.m. The band are out of Minneapolis, and I'm talking about the Dillinger 4, not Blackout Balter, who are from Nashville. And although they dropped only four albums in their career, the sound they pioneered remains hugely influential. This tune dropped on their third album from 2002, Situationist Comedy. Now moving along, as we approach the close of quarter one this evening, we'll rock a couple of new tunes out just this past week and put a spotlight on their label, Poor Man Records. Up next is L.A. band Broken Baby with Manic Panic, and then time permitting a tune that just dropped from Sugar Fitz, that's F-I-T-Z, called Skin Sparks, and that's going to do it for quarter one tonight. This is The Drop with Dano on your Blacked Out Guest and Request Friday night with Blackout Balter, True Story.
You're listening to GFN in Gwangju and Yeosu. 자, 오늘은 함께 일하는 희망 공식에 대해 알아볼까요? 기회를 나누면 더큰 기회가. 열정을 나누면 더큰 열정이. 가능성을 나누면 더큰 가능성이 더해지는 일. 이것이 바로 나누면 더해지는 함께 일하는 희망 공식. 우리 모두를 위해 이 공식만큼은 꼭 기억하세요. 나눔이 더합니다. 일자리를 만들고 나누는 사회. 우리의 미래를 더하는 일입니다. 공익광고협의회 무동시장과 함께 코로나19 이겨냅시다. 최근 코로나 바이러스 사태로 상인들도 어려움이 있지만 늘 고객들의 입장에서 먼저 생각하는 무등시장이 되겠다는 의지로 지금의 방역에 최선을 다하고 있습니다. 우리 무등시장에서는 많은 상인들이 코로나19 확산을 예방하기 위해서 자체 방역단을 만들었고 고객들이 안심하고 언제든지 오실 수 있게 소독도 잘하고 있고 여러 방면으로 노력하고 있습니다. 아 진짜 너무 많이 줄었어요. 이것이 큰일이요. 무등시장과 함께 이겨냅시다. 
Drop digs in again here in the second course of our nightly audio feast. Dano here keeping it vintage to start things tonight in quarter two. For those just joining us, Blackout Balter joins us on the phone from Nashville, Tennessee to take over the playlist and talk their favorite tunes and influences. And also they stopped by earlier this afternoon to black out the building. To the recap, we started part two with the Beach Boys. That was Don't Worry Baby. This dropped in 1964 on the band's appropriately titled for 2020 album Shutdown Volume 2. This was conceived as a follow-up to the Ronettes' number two hit, Be My Baby. When Brian Wilson heard the Ronettes song on the radio, he wondered aloud if he could match it. Wilson's wife Marilyn reassured him, saying, Don't worry, baby. Wilson would remember these prescient words when it came time to write songs with his DJ friend Roger Christian later, which he said took the two of them a couple of days to do. Question Mark and the Mysterians were after that with 96 Tears, the title track to the band's 1966 album right here, and this song was written by Question Mark, 
Literally, it's just a question mark like punctuation. He was the band's frontman and wanted to be anonymous. He's listed on the composer credits in the liner notes as Rudy Martinez. At one point, he referred to the individual band members only by three-letter names, and at one point, the band was known as XYZ. The mystery helped market the group, who wore dark glasses to add to the intrigue when on stage. Now, moving ahead to the next block, we gotta get the cuts moving tonight, but we'll move ahead in the time machine to 20 years ago with Elliot Smith, then we got joints from Courtney Barnett and television to finish the block's work. This is The Drop on your guests and requests Friday night with Blackout Balter causing blackouts. No. 
Continuing to move along tonight towards 9 p.m., and we are into the last bit of Mike Spit from myself here in part two. For some of you out there, that's probably a very, very welcome thing. What's up, Drop Gangsters? Yorobun, Anyongashimnika. Dano here on the mic. Christina, Phil, and Marco from Blackout Balter join us after 9 p.m., and we'll get a taste of their work to finish the hour shortly. Now, to the recap, that last block we started with Elliot Smith. That tune was called Son of Sam. This was the second and final single released in the lead-up to the artist's fifth studio album, Figure Eight. The song was not about the real-life late 1970s New York City Son of Sam, serial killer David Berkowitz. Smith explained, quote, It's not about the serial killer. I'm not sure exactly what it's about because it's just sort of like telling someone a dream you had last night. There are some destructive figures in it, Son of Sam, Shiva, but Shiva's also associated with creativity. I'm not sure. It's just an impressionistic song about destruction and creativity, I guess, if it's about anything at all, end quote. 
Now, Courtney Barnett was after that with Small Talk. This one dropped as a standalone in 2018 after the famed Aussie Easy Breezy singer-songwriter released Tell Me How You Really Feel, an album that really blew up after release. Here she's trying to make conversation with an unnamed person and obviously growing tired of the boredom by the end. And of course, it must be noted that Courtney's band, as usual, is just killing it on this tune instrumentally. Now, after that was television with Marquee Moon, back to 1970s New York, and what is still often cited as the Big Apple's greatest local rock band export. This was the title track to their 1977 debut album and continues to bump away below me as it stretches out for like 10 minutes or 11 minutes. This was released by Electra Records right as the real Son of Sam, aka David Berkowitz, would be gearing up or going crazy in the lead up to his killing spree that summer. Now on that very bright note, as we continue moving along towards Nine Bells, we'll rock a pair of tunes from our guest artist selectors tonight, Blackout Balter, in case you're just joining us. First up is a tune called Burn the Ships, and then time permitting here on the radio, but it will definitely be on the podcast after, is Red Letter. This is the drop on your guest and request Friday night, Blacked Out with Blackout Balter, and it's halftime.
The drop returns here in part three, and the time has come, fair listener. Our special guest artist selectors tonight are a band out of Nashville, Tennessee, known as Blackout Balter. And an interesting side note, today there was a literal blackout here at GFNHQ, which was absolutely amazing. You can't write this stuff, folks. Christina, Phil, and Marco will be on the phone with us momentarily. We're going to start with one of their most recent releases, and this tune is called Wild One to start the fun here in our second hour. This is The Drop on a literally blacked out Friday with Blackout Balter. So on the pieces 
back on the drop here in part three, and the time has come, fair listener. We are on the phone with not one, not two, but three members of Blackout Balter who are on the phone with us. This is Phil Cohen, Marco Sinti, and Christina Pollitt, who's actually from the Chicago area. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Their new album, as I mentioned previously, is Animal, which is coming out next month. So, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having us, Dan. Yeah. All right. Joining us from Nashville, Tennessee. Now, we just heard one of your guys' original works called Wild One. So anything you want to share with the listeners on the background of that tune and what's going on there? Yeah, sure. Actually, that was the last song that we cut in the studio. And it happened actually after all the other songs had already been recorded. So I had an idea when I was coming home from the studio one night, the melody sort of popped into my head. I clicked open my voice memos app on my phone and I sort of got that melody down. And the next day in the studio, I went in and I talked to our producer, Jeremy, and I said, hey, listen, do you mind if I just run through this rough demo? And he said, no problem at all, and ran through the demo, and it turned out to be really good, actually. So we like the raw sound of everything. We sort of kept that demo sound intact, even with the fully produced final work of Wild One, and uh, we made it one of our big singles, so we're really happy with how that came out. Outstanding. Okay, now, you guys have a pretty interesting playlist, a lot of really quick hitters and influences, as you said, on your sound for the first half hour of the gig tonight. Now, up next, we've got Black Flag with Nervous Breakdown. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm pretty sure this is going to become the national anthem of the United States pretty soon. Tell us more. so much to me when I was 15 years old I was just learning the guitar Nirvana was a huge influence of mine that's really why I picked up the guitar and then my cousins Bane and Andrew came to me and said hey plug in this guitar we're all gonna jam together and listen to this and it was Black Flag's Nervous Breakdown and it totally changed my mind as far as uh, what music could be it told me that Technical proficiency wasn't the most important thing in songwriting. Mm. To me, it was, after listening to this, it was attitude, it was passion, it was energy. And that was just so important to sort of the fundamental building blocks of my songwriting. So this is such an important song for me. Yeah, no doubt about it. That is such a good tune, man. I just love how it feels like a nervous breakdown, you know? I mean, his totally. vocals yeah. just become more and more manic over time as it goes on and on, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. All right, now I'm not sure which of the trio has chosen the next one, but you are truly speaking to my heart. David Bowie is up after Black Flag with Sound and Vision. Tell us who chose this and why. So that was me. Oh. That was Christina. Uh, yeah, so... It's actually awesome that this is next from Black Flag because I actually cut my teeth on punk rock all throughout my, you know, formative years. But it wasn't until I was visiting my sister when she lived in Maryland. We were driving through the middle of nowhere because she lived off in like the countryside of Maryland. We were driving downtown to Baltimore to party and she had a playlist going and I was like I said, I was like 
you know, this tough punk chick and I only liked punk rock and I was a little close minded in my music, you know, preferences. But this song just love at first sight when I heard it. I was just like, oh my God, what is this? Who is this? And my sister told me it was David Bowie and I had kind of like created this construct in my head of what David Bowie was because I was basing it off of all of his radio hits. So I'm like, that's like dad rock. That's old people music, Uh, you know? But then I heard this song and like it has this raunchy, jazzy, breathy saxophone line in it that's great. And it's got this bouncy bass riff that just, you know, pops and this huge, captivating synth line that's like swells and it just like consumes you and I was hooked and from then I'm like man I have a stupid idea of what David Bowie is I gotta I gotta eat up more of this and it ended up becoming this like life changer for me as a musician because I just became I'm a huge Bowie fan my husband and I are actually in uh, we were we were when we lived in Chicago in a David Bowie tribute band and um just you know, huge fans. So it was an incredible influence. And I wish I had kind of discovered him and all of his stuff that wasn't mainstream radio play so much sooner because he's just, he breaks so many barriers. It's just a human being in general. Mm. But yeah, huge influence for me as, a, as an artist. Yeah, no doubt about it. And yeah, you mentioned that synth. I think for that tune, that's what really gets me in the end. Those shimmery synths kind of washing over the tune. Oh, man. Outstanding. Now, we have another tune here to play. These are all pretty quick hitters. Who chose Lightning Hopkins? Because this is also pretty much speaking to my heart. This is Moving On Out Boogie. So tell us a little bit about who chose this and why. Hey, that's me, Marco. I chose it. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, Lightning Hopkins is, you, you know, you can listen to any of his songs and like, it's just, it's all there. It's simple, simple is hard, in my opinion, to pull off simple, it's a good point. It's hard, it's a good mm. point. Uh, it's the foundation of everything from the attitude to the sounds. And this track specifically, there's a little guitar part towards the end where it really hits it and they add in some probably tape delay sounds and it's like an almost like an early psychedelic sound unintentionally mm. it's just uh it's kind of like seeing or hearing the first step of music you hear today or decades past yeah lightning hopkins on that guitar man he's so subtle so just right there yeah. with his harmonics and everything all right so just to recap for the listeners we've got a trio of tunes to play right now it's black flag up first with nervous breakdown after that is sound and vision by david bowie and then lightning hopkins is after that with moving on out boogie and we shall return with blackout bolter and make sure to keep an eye out for their new album animal coming out in october this is the drop on your guest and request friday night
Back on the drop here in part three. It is our final air break before the halftime boogie, but we've got another half hour coming up. Our special guest artist selectors for tonight is a trio out of Nashville, Tennessee, although that's not the whole band. And Phil, Marco, and Christina are on the phone with us right now. They are from Blackout Balter. Their new album, Animal, comes out in October. Now, we just heard a trio of tunes right there. That was Black Flag with Nervous Breakdown and then David Bowie with Sound and Vision, and then Lightning Hopkins with Moving On Out Boogie. So we've got a duo, possibly a trio, of tunes coming up to play before the end of part three. Kelly Stoltz is up next with Prank Calls. I really, really dig this tune. I hadn't thought of it in a while, so tell us a little bit about this cut. I'm a huge fan, this is Phil, I'm a huge fan of Kelly Stoltz's songwriting, and he does some amazing things in his work. First of all, he's known to sort of do this analog thing. He's a guy on San Francisco scene. He, he was sort of a pioneer in this, like, bring it back to analog movement that's happened. Uh, and his songwriting, going back to what Marco was saying earlier, is, like, very 
simple, and simple is oftentimes very hard. But I discovered him, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so, and he had a big impact on my songwriting. I think the melodies that he's employing in his music, he's very smart about this, and I see myself and how I approach sort of the art of songwriting in Kelly Stoltz as well. I, I watch a documentary. He just spent like day upon day just like losing track of time and recording essentially in his bedroom, and I can't tell you how many days I've like wasted in the same fashion yeah it's weird how you kind of enter that tunnel when you're seriously focused on something and you can just waste eons of time and not even know it you know yeah all right now christina i believe this next one is your choice and we have a little bit of a discussion about who's pronouncing this right i've been calling them oh me for a while but i think you're right i think they're called ohm it's o-h-m-m-e so tell us about this tune we're gonna hear. So this is off of their newest album. Mm. Um, I fell in love with them because I stumbled across their NPR Tiny Desk concert, which I love NPR Tiny Desks. Oh yeah. Um, but really what this does for me, just as a musician in terms of influences, being a chick who rocks, I find myself <laughs> gravitating towards yeah. other chicks who rock. Yeah. Um, because I just feel like there are a lot of women in the music industry, but you see them usually kind of used as like a sex object, or it's really big in like the pop music scene for oh, yeah. there to be a lead female, but it's, you know, there's a lot of elements outside of musicianship that become the focus for women in the music industry. And so mm. not that there's anything wrong with that. Like I love, you know, a beautiful woman to watch and sing me songs. There's nothing wrong with women who want to be that, but for me personally, I just love seeing women who not only are beautiful and do a great job and have a great voice, but can pick up an instrument and command a room with it and play the hell out of it and impress people with their talents outside of those other attributes. All right, so just to recap, up next is Kelly Stoltz with Prank Calls. After that is Ohm with Ghost. But after that, we also have Jeff Lynn with What Would It Take? That's going to be time permitting strictly here on the air, but we'll have it on the podcast version of the show afterwards. We are on the phone with Blackout Balter from Nashville, Tennessee, and we shall return with them in part four for their most recent cut. And this is The Drop on your Guest and Request Friday night.
Listening to GFN in Guangzhou and Yasu. GFN campaign: the more variety, the better society. 안녕하세요. 광주시 교육청 민주시민교육과 다문화팀 장학사 나일란입니다. 광주시 교육청은 다문화 사회에 대응하여 교육 공동체의 다문화 감수성 제고를 통해 다양성이 존중되는 건강한 학교 문화를 조성하고자 노력합니다. 또한 다문화 학생의 다양한 이주 배경과 특성에 따른 맞춤형 교육 지원 강화로 교육 사각지대 해소를 위해 힘쓰고 있습니다. 이를 위해 다문화 학생 대상 한국어 학습, 찾아가는 한국어 교육, 학습 지원 멘토링, 언어 통역 번역 서비스를 제공하고 있으며 교육과정 연계 다문화 교육, 교원 연수 등을 통해서 학교 구성원 모두의 다문화 감수성 제고 노력과 함께 유관 기관과 협력 및 지원 기반을 확대해 가고 있습니다. 앞으로도 광주시 교육청은 우리 학생들이 각자 나름의 개별 문화를 인정하고 차이를 존중하는 다 함께 행복한 광주 교육 실현을 위해 계속 노력하겠습니다. In response to the needs of today's multicultural society, the Guangzhou Metropolitan Office of Education supports customized education for multicultural students as part of efforts to provide equal access to learning. To build a healthy school culture, it has been enlarging cooperation with local relevant authorities. The Guangzhou Metropolitan Office of Education will continue to contribute to the realization of education for all in Guangzhou through respect for differences. This campaign is conducted by SK Telecom to create a better society where variety exists.
Drop returns here in part four, and something that's very seasonal right now just came across your radio. That was our special guest artist selectors for tonight. Blackout Balter, a trio of that group, is on the phone with us. First of all, Phil Cohen, and then Marco Sinti and Christina Pollitt are on the phone with us right now from Nashville. What up? <laughs> so, guys, tell us about the Dickdale fan club in Nashville that you're part of and a little bit of background on yeah. this tune. <laughs> yeah, actually, I wrote this tune a number of years ago, and we did, for sort of the hardcore Blackout Balter fan, they will tell you that we did a Pace Magazine in-studio session in New York City number of years ago and we did an early version of that song in acoustic fashion there so the song has kind of been kicking around for a number of years and i was really excited to have the chance with the band to record it fully in the studio and yeah the vision was to put together sort of what to me felt like this stereotypic surf song so yeah it's got all, all the stuff you need in a surf song it's got the reverb it has the tremolo and then I tried to ultimately modernize that. We have like this funky sort of bridge section that takes you to the second and ending part of the song. So this song is near and dear to me. It's been kicking around a while. It's something I've literally sung or I had sung hundreds of times prior to recording. Mm. It's a summer offering for sure. It's like surf music for 2020. Yeah. So our music video is coming out soon. It's like we've had a few serious music videos that I think have gone over pretty well, but this one's really fun. This one I, is my favorite. 
I think that was every, kind of fun. It's sort of everyone's favorite. Yeah, it's really great. We got so, to be a little goofy and have yeah. some fun, be candid. And really, like for me personally, like this is my favorite song on the album because it's a great summer tune. It's like if you want to drive around with your windows down to it. And then in addition to that, my selfish reasons for loving it so much is I get to play like eight patches on it in a live <laughs> situation. So I feel like I could work for NASA at this point because I'm like switching in and out my on my two, you know, yeah. my two rigs. And so it's uh, it's fun to play. It's a good challenge. It's It's a really cool tune, though. I really love it. Yeah, well, don't worry. I mean, you've got a career down in Houston. They're tuned in right now for sure. So. Um, all right. Yeah, hit me up, Sally Ride. <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> got to see your job, girl. All right, now we've got a pair of tunes to play up next, and we've got Weezer right away with Across the Sea from their Pinkerton album. So tell us who chose this and why. That is me, Phil, and this is a top five album. Oh, yeah. In my life. So Pinkerton, to me, is the epitome of an amazing rock and roll album. And I have to sort of segregate early Weezer from late Weezer. And for me, even though I respect Weezer and the current iteration of the band, it's all about the Blue Album and Pinkerton for me. The mm. songwriting that is contained within those two albums is absolutely amazing, and I really feel that the band was on to something. They were on a sort of songwriting trajectory of creating music that was unmistakably theirs. Mm. And when they got to the Green Album, post this long break after Rivers went to Harvard and all this kind of stuff, they sort of lost their way in minds. Mm. And so Pinkerton, once again, is a top five album. The songwriting is impeccable. I could have chosen probably any song on that album. And Across the Sea, this song, it's very powerful. It's very emotional. It's rock and roll. It's sensitive. And the build in the song is uniquely Weezer. And it's actually something that I have tried to do in our band with regard to songwriting. So... Once again, I can't say enough about uh, this period of Weezer and the Pinkerton album itself. All right, so we've got another tune, and this is another classic, The Buzzcocks with I Don't Mind. So who chose this one? And tell us a little bit about the background here. Uh, that was me. Um, I feel like anybody who ever cut their teeth on punk or rock music, there's UK punk, which is its whole own genre. And I feel like if you love punk music you kind of like fall into a what uk punk band's my favorite is it the clash is it mm. gbh is it sex, pistols. sex pistols right like who is it where do you fall and for me it's the buzzcocks because i just feel like they lend such a different type of songwriting for the punk genre which is hard to find it's hard to find multifaceted punk music you know it's Punk mm. music is very much attitude-driven, um, but it doesn't usually lend itself to complex songwriting. And I'm a singer-songwriter, so I think that's what I gravitate to. That's why I gravitate to the Buzzcocks is because they're, you know, they have these beautiful sub melodies throughout their music, or uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just different from some other punk music that's out there. So, yeah, just love me the Buzzcocks. And it also reminds me of just, like, cruising around in my car in high school doing illegal things with my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> and that so is the true key right there. That is what, what it's all about. Need, yeah. <laughs> that's what you need. Now that I'm old and boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, remembering the glory days, right? 
All right, so just to recap for the listeners, up next is Weezer with Across the Sea, and then we've got the Buzzcocks with I Don't Mind. Stick around. We've got a couple more tunes from our guest artist selectors tonight. They are Blackout Balter. Their new album, Animal, comes out in October. And this is the drop on your guest and request Friday nights.
words I keep weaving I don't know if I should be believing This empty perceiving But if you don't mind Just lying in my bed I think you've got it in for me Is it all in my head? Is it in my head? Don't you convince me When everything I see Just makes me feel You're pulling me down And if it's true This pathetic clown Don't keep hanging around That's if you don't mind Back on the drop here in part four. It is our final air break of the program. Our guests and requests Friday special guest artist selector tonight is the band Blackout Balter. Three of the members are on the phone with us right now from Nashville, Tennessee. We've got Phil, Marco, and Christina on the phone with us. And we just heard a pair of tunes chosen by Phil and Christina. And that was Weezer with Cross the Sea. And then it was the Buzzcocks with I Don't Mind. Now, Marco, you have not been getting paid special enough attention so far tonight. You haven't talked since, like, part one. Very, yeah, very neglected. Yeah, very sad face right now over there. We've got one of our favorites coming up, and this is your pick. This is Rick Okasek with Keep On Laughing, May He Rest in Power. So tell us a little bit about why you chose this cut tonight. Yeah, I wanted to choose a Rick song because I'm a... I'm a huge Cars fan. I think they're a pretty perfect pop band. And I think his solo records don't get talked about enough. They're, uh, especially the early ones, they're really great. I think they're a uh, perfect example of 80s synth pop that actually ages well because the songs are good and don't rely on the new technology at the time to mm. be the selling point, you know? They're good songs with new technology at the time, so. I, just, I think it's uh, the solo records are great, so I wanted to give a uh, Beyond the Grave shout out to Rick. Yeah, and he was an amazing producer. I didn't realize this until he passed away, but he's behind so many outstanding records, and not to mention his solo stuff, which I do agree, is very neglected. Yeah, totally. It's crazy uh, to look at the, his discography as a producer. I don't know, his name doesn't get thrown around as much as some other guys, but I mean, he, he was behind a ton of great records. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, now we've got one more tune to play here tonight, and this is a tune called The Flowers by Regina Spector. So 
who chose this? And I'm kind of wondering why. I'm guessing this is Phil's pick, but a little Soviet kitsch to end off the show tonight. Yeah, that's right. It's it's my pick. Uh, this is another one of my top five albums, actually. Soviet kitsch. If, if anyone out there doesn't know it, you need to check it out. Mm. And on first listen, you probably will find it almost unlistenable. That's what I love about this. This is sort of the labor of love. I've given this album to so many people. I've given it to my dad, other family members, friends, and oftentimes they'll listen to it and they'll say, I just can't do it. And it's just one of the albums that has, you know, in my opinion, it just has amazing songwriting throughout. I, I could have picked any song on that album. On this album, it's such a display of a unique approach to songwriting. I mean, you literally hear her banging on the wood of the piano during songs as sort of the percussion in some of the songs and mm. making strange noises from her mouth. Like, it's definitely strange, but it changed the way I looked at songwriting. And this is similar to Weezer in that I haven't really gotten on board with a lot of her newer, more recent stuff. I actually think she was sort of on the path during Soviet Kitsch and then post-Soviet Kitsch, she kind of took a new direction. But this album is a total gem. And for me, it exemplifies good songwriting and unique songwriting. Yeah, okay, well, outstanding stuff. Now, guys, we're gonna have to leave it there, but I gotta say, Thank you before we go for coming on to the show. It has been a pleasure meeting all three of you. You're great, Dano. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks, Dano. Chicago, represent. Yeah. (laughs) What's up? Well, we really appreciate everyone out there in Korea and around the world who's listening. And once again, thanks so much, Dano. You're really great. We really appreciate your show. Oh, man. Thank you so much. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, as well. Before we go, it is an honor and a privilege to be playing two hours of good, diverse tunes for the city of Gwangju and all of the Honam area. Up next are the fabulous, talented, and lovely ladies from Listen to China for the 10 to 11 p.m. shift. And my name is Dano. Keep on keeping.
And boiling. 